everybody. Welcome to a new episode of Two Drunk Fans. Short episode this week because, you know, we're kind of closing up uh, one chapter and we're headed into the new one with the playoff race and everything. I'm sure it'll get spicy soon enough. Gab, what are you drinking? <laughs> I'm rehydrating with water. I feel like I've been drinking all Monday long and that's a weird spot to be in for a Monday, but... um I had a couple of, well, I had a cocktail, a fancy cocktail tonight, and uh, a cider, and a couple of Jack and Cokes on the airplane. I'm in Washington, D.C. Oh, our um, nation's So capital. we're on the same coast, and it's late at night, and so we're, we're making this thing happen. Um, what are you enjoying after you were a great person and went to the gym? I'm also rehydrating with water. I always want Gatorade after I work out because my body wants the sugar, but I'm trying to, you know, not drink like 40 grams of sugar after every workout. You're like electrolytes. Mm -hmm. Where are the electrolytes? The electrolytes. So just water, although I did have a super burrito. (laughs) But you know what? It was grilled chicken and veggies with no rice. So it's not carbless because it was a burrito. But... I feel like that's just what you've been having recently, though. Yeah, it's it's better than some of the crap that I put in my body before I started working out. So, baby steps. Anyway. Truth. Truth. Let's just do a quick look. There were only, only four NWSL games this past weekend. Well, we on had a, Sunday. Like, on boom, Sunday. boom, 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 boom. The first game on Sunday was North Carolina Courage 2, Portland Thorns 1. Mm-hmm. Pal, what happened? What happened? What happened? Um, I think the Courage are just really good this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, Portland didn't have Ellie Carpenter. Um, not that I think it would have had a huge impact. Uh, mainly, like, so here's the thing that kind of is depressing. Is the Courage were able to pull that shit off without Crystal Dunn. That's true. She didn't sub in until late. No, that was all Lynn Williams. Lynn Williams scoring a brace. I did like the predictability of the Thorns free kick. I feel like Tobin and Lindsay are just, they're loving that sweet spot. But yeah, not great. (laughs) Not Not great. great. So I predicted a 2-1 scoreline, but for Portland... I think I said one to one. And you said one one. So uh, it doesn't feel good that I got a point and you didn't. <laughs> yeah, from it that kind result. of blows. But you know what? That's on par for this season, I guess. Yeah. Uh, Orlando two, Sky Blue two. Come on, Sky Blue. I thought this was the one. How did Orlando? Okay, first off, walk me through what happened in the last like 60 seconds of that match. Okay. It was the hand of God, and God in this case is Carly Lloyd. <laughs> oh man, I'm gonna record that and send it to her. You, she's not gonna get it. She blocked me. No, oh, I'm the, gonna send my, it to her. You're my she little middleman. Yeah, okay. I can't even. The ball comes across the face of goal. It's like sent back in from outside the box. Alex Morgan is heading it at goal. I. Th- I think I'm remembering it correctly because it all happened so fast. And I was just like, did that really happen? And then Carly <laughs> Lloyd is on the line, leaping, looking like, you know, do, she's going to do her job and clear it with her head. The legally sanctioned part of your body you're allowed to use. But everything instead, in the middle you're allowed to use. Yeah. Uh, everything from the 
the shoulders yeah. in. Yeah. And um, instead, you saw this little hand reach up and just flap <laughs> like a little volleyball slap. But there was a little jump too. Yeah, she jumped up because that's that's what I thought she was gonna use her head for. For you know when she jumped like a header, a, a the legal jumping, a the legal jumping header. and the heading. Yeah, like like anybody else would do. But instead, Carly Lloyd was like, "I'm not gonna make it." She, little hand comes up, wow. I don't know how intentional it was. I mean, I've looked at the GIF in slow motion like 30 times. <laughs> you just can't ever know. Maybe she was like, look, it's better to bat out a sure thing and then take a risk on a penalty, which has better odds, right? Um, uh-huh. You know, probably close to 50-50. Maybe a little bit in favor of Marta, since Marta is the one taking the penalty. I was going to say, Mar- I feel like Marta's PKs are a little bit better than 50-50, but, yeah. but what happened? Yeah. What happened? So, uh, so maybe she took the calculated risk. Maybe she was just flailing and it was an accident. Either way, I loved her face when she got sent off with the red. She looked disgusted. <laughs> and I was like, you had to have felt the hand, like the ball on your hand. Yep. You felt it's the ball. Not, it's not this case of mistaken identity. <laughs> with your hand. When you feel the ball with your hand, that seems to be a hand ball. I, anyway, I loved it, actually. Like, what a fucking full troll move just like a boss she probably stole two points from orlando (laughs) at a time when orlando desperately needed those extra two points anyway she's on a red card not that i particularly think that sky blue can't get along without her because i you know they kind of took a lead without her um, I really thought they were going to do it, except they, you know, furted up on Danny Weatherholt's goal in the 73rd minute. I, you know what? I called that there would be four goals in this game, but I said it was Orlando 3, Sky Blue 1, and you said Orlando 2, Sky Blue 0. All right, fine. You win more points. Yay! Um, who does Sky Blue play next because Carlos is out on <laughs> red card? Sky Blue FC next plays the Houston Dash. So... Next. I don't think that really matters in the scheme of, like, taking points off of a playoff contender. No, no. It definitely does not. I mean, it doesn't matter, but every match matters. For Sky Blue particularly, I think mentally, first of all, having the lead in this game and seeing, like, seeing that slip away, I think they'll come out fired up. And, you know, every game from now on, I'm going to be like, is this the one? Is this the one? Is this the one? You adopted them early in the season. Yeah, but I'm going to... been saying that all I'm going to be year. saying, is this the one more realistically now? <laughs> <laughs> With more hope in your heart? No, just more realistically. Oh, man. Um, Imagine if they had I'm Monty really Dorsey the whole season. I'm looking forward to watching those matches for you. <laughs> okay. So, then we had Houston Dash 1, Utah Royals 2... Oh, God. Utah with the comeback. I had this inverted. I said Houston 2, Utah 1. You said 2-2 tie. Look, my scores are in the weekend. They're just not associated with the right games. (laughs) All right? I'm I'm, I'm honing in. I think both of us made a fair call. Maybe I made a more fair call, but... (laughs) Hey, now, all right. We get it. You are better at predicting scores. But I'm not, because Utah made that friggin' comeback. I know, right? Katie Stengel? 
Stengel, yeah, took the lead. But it, I think it all starts with Kristen Press pouncing on that absolutely shitty back pass <laughs> and just being like... It wasn't like, even a back pass, man. It was just distribution. Yeah, I, and I was also interested in the reports that Houston fans were booing her, like, constantly, no matter what. And you know what? I get it. She didn't want to play for your team. But, you know, I think people who are pay more attention to women's soccer need to be a little more introspective about the conditions of their team that made her not want to play for them. Wait, are you opposed to people booing? No, I'm not opposed to people booing. I'm saying if you boo, you should boo correctly. You should boo your own ownership group? You should boo, like, the actual person who's done the wrong thing. I understand, like, being salty with Kristen Press. Like... It's it's all it's not like they went up to her and were like, I hope your dog takes a dump on your face or anything. It was just <laughs> booing. But it but people were acting like, you know, she's the ultimate villain for snubbing the dash because she thinks she's better than them. But like we've all heard rumors of, you know, the club not being the best managed club. Clearly she heard the same and decided, you know, what was best for her. And you know me, I'm always on the side of labor. Like, you have to reframe it as a labor problem. This was a worker who made the best choice for herself, not going to an employer that she thought was going to create a bad working environment. And, like, you know? Yeah, no, I totally... Every worker has their right to go to the place where they think they're going to, you know, have the best working environment. I totally agree with all of that. I also am on the side of the fans who can voice their opinion. And I uh, appreciate the atmosphere it creates. Yeah, atmosphere is great. Uh, You can boo her too, but, but you need to also like put pressure on your management in your front office and be like, hey... You need to be providing the best possible playing environment for players so that they'll want to come here. I totally agree. I I think the Houston fans have a case to make very similar to how Sky or Cloud Nine did, right? Like after the Sky Blue issues that they've you know that have come to light over the last few weeks, um, Cloud Nine stepped up issued a statement and the front office responded in such a way now granted they have a temporary rv trailer uh-huh. thing that is a shower facility but at least that promoted a change of some sort and a response right like yeah. i think houston should be reflecting and pointing the mirror back at themselves but that doesn't mean that they shouldn't be responding to players that you know have have chosen to not participate in their club um i am also of the opinion that we we do this thing in portland called and i i'm sure other clubs do it um but once a thorn always a thorn and that annoys the crap out of me because sometimes players just don't fit sometimes they just don't fit the culture sometimes they they yeah, that's, go, that's kind of a go on a little... to do other things and it's okay for them to be a villain yeah it's also been applied kind of unevenly that that i've seen obviously i don't know every single thorn supporter just the just what i've i've seen on social media just so it you know it seems like some players get the benefit of once a thorn always a thorn and some players don't 
Uh-huh. So you gotta be like, all right, it applies to every for- thorn, like present and future, or we have to accept, like, sometimes when people move on, they just move on. And they're, you know, they were here, they, they did their job, and they left. Okay. Yeah, they were here, they did their job, now they play for Seattle, and they like to score goals against us. Thanks, Jody Taylor. I'll tell you the number one thing I think Houston fans need to put pressure on their management over is firing uh, Eddie Robinson, or, like, not having him associate with the Dash anymore. Oh, like, boy, that would be... Stop employing... That would be a smooth move. That would take an organized front, though. Like, stop employing a racist Islamophobe. Why are your expectations of everybody just so goddamn high? <laughs> like I said, I understand. Be salty. Like if you're salty, it means you're emotionally invested, and that's good. Um, mm-hmm. Just you know, think critically about your saltiness. <laughs> <laughs> shoot, shoot your sh- shots in the right direction. Critical saltiness. Salty critical thinking. Salty critical thinking. That's a good name for this episode, don't you think? That's what yeah. we do all the time. <laughs> yeah, let's uh, let's write that one down because I'm not going to remember it tomorrow. But yeah, salty critical thinking. Salty critical thinking. So last game of the weekend, Seattle mm-hmm. Rain two, Washington Spirit zero. Oh, Washington. I just, I just remember when you thought Washington was going to be good this year. <sighs> I think I keep saying I didn't think they were going to be good. And I just said they weren't going to be like totally awful. <laughs> Remember when you thought Washington was going to like make it to the playoffs? Anyway, uh, <laughs> Seattle 2, Washington Spirit 0. I said Seattle 3, Washington 1. And you said Seattle 4, Washington 0. So one of us was once again much closer than the other. So just keep laughing, pal. Keep laughing. Well, you know, one of us writes things down in a notebook and the other one of us flies by the seat of our pantalones. Oh, okay. I mean, we were recording this before Utah Royals play Washington Spirit. We did make a prediction for that. We said it would be Utah 2, Washington 0. Well, I said that. You said Washington, you said Utah 2, Washington 1. So we both think that's going to be Utah Wait, we're recording this super early? Mm-hmm. Man, I could have been asleep by now. (laughs) Tricked me. So that was a new BSL. I think a little bit of space now is opening up. Before this, it was more like, okay, two through seven, everything's kind of open. But I think we're starting to see maybe it, it's more two through five. So Seattle Rain, 33 points. Chicago, 28 points. And then right below them, Utah's got 25 points. So they're one game away from hopping to five. But the distance between four and six is now six points. And Utah doesn't have a game in hand. It's the gap is widening. Oh, it's only sorry. There are only like five games left this season. Sorry, the gap is only four points. Portland has twenty nine, and Utah's twenty five. Still, Port- Portland needed three points to really be in a more comfortable position here. Thank you. You're welcome. Would you like another? No. Okay. We already talked about Portland. All right, then we can talk about Tournament of Nations and yeah, pour your salt elsewhere. <laughs> You need to pour salt, like, in a little protective ring around yourself so that my I, all of my Portland opinions can't get through at you. I do, I do, I do. I think I have salt in this hotel room. I have a ton of French fries from dinner that I could just set up in a circle around myself and then hopefully, oh. hopefully, hopefully your saltiness is repelled. 
Mm-hmm. Well, the last game of Tournament of Nations, USA Brazil, 4-1 win. It was yet another game, I thought, where the United States, they didn't look the most crisp, but they functioned. And then Was that your stomach? Yeah, that was my stomach. Did you hear that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> your cat was like growling at you. This mic is amazing. <laughs> yeah, I heard that. Uh sorry, that's, you know, one grilled chicken and veggies super burrito digesting. Yeah, I, I thought this was you know what? It was fine. It got the job done. I don't necessarily know that this is something that you could count on at a World Cup. Brazil didn't really look all that good. So a 4-1 win over them is not being... It's not the same as if they had won 4-1 over Australia. You know? Right. And I think it's telling. USA-Japan 4-2 win. USA-Brazil 4-1 win. USA-Australia 1-1 draw. But positives... Lavelle's coming back. She got a full half against Brazil, and I thought she looked good. I know you're not watching national team games, but... I, I actually did watch this Ooh. one inadvertently. Um, <laughs> I uh, I had to fill out some performance reviews, so I went to a bar and had a couple pints, and they were showing national team games. So I did kind of sort of watch this one out of the corner of my eye accidentally. That's... I saw Rose Lavelle score. I mean, in a goal. way, we were both doing performance reviews while the game was on. Just mine was yeah, yeah. Ours were just on different people. Yeah, I thought um, Lavelle so looked tell good. So tell me about the noise you made when Rose Lavelle scored. Oh, boy. It was like an entirely internal noise, but it was like the... F- Have you ever watched Steven Universe? Mm, no. Okay, on Steven Universe, they have these, like, little cartoon characters called Crystal Gems, and they can fuse with each other and become, like, a new entity. And the, the, I gather, like, fusing is, like, a really happy, peaceful, fun thing. And the feeling of gems fusing is kind of like the sound I made inside of me. <laughs> it's like I made the sound of a rainbow on the inside. So, so you were really happy. Yes, I was. So, when was the last time you felt that happy? Uh, maybe early 2016. Oh man, that's been a while. <laughs> Jesus, I've, I've probably felt that happy sometime <laughs> in 2017. It hasn't been <laughs> two years, so. Oh man, no, no, it was probably before the election in 2016. Oh god, oh god, why, <laughs> why, why? Anyway, why do you bring that up? I thought it was, you know what, a decent look at uh, Ellis implementing a specific game plan. Uh huh. I know people, I me included, have bagged on why isn't she shifting it up? But I, I, I'm kind of coming around on okay, using the same plan for three games in a row in these little tournaments she believes in tournament of nations that don't mean a thing, so she can test out the same thing over and over and over again under different conditions each time you know with different players swapping in and out so i can i i think i appreciate that maybe not Alyssa Nair constantly playing all these games but just in general like for example turn of nations she wanted to see a kind of narrow 4-3-3 and she applied it against three different opponents this is such a weird comment for you to make like, you're drinking the Kool-Aid, yo. Maybe it's the endorphins from working out. Uh, maybe. I mean, your positivity is just protruding Ew. awkwardly. Ew. 
Yeah. 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 There's some awkward protrusion. I'm going to choose to believe like the image is like a badly parked car. No. Not, not well double, not, not well parallel parked. So it's kind of sticking out into the bike lane. Kind of. The bike lane of your emotions. definitely are sticking out more than you have been. Uh, Yeah. Okay. I'm going to keep doing it. Let's. Uh, here, I'll I'll bring the tone down because there is a reason to be pessimistic about the national program, and it's the U twenty Women's World Cup. Oh boy, oh boy! I was flying today. Tell me what happened. Uh, we lost one nothing to Japan. I mean, but it's Japan. It's it was a decent Japanese side, and we had a lot of our regular U twenty starters, a lot of kids who have played together for quite some time now. And they looked like they had kind of maybe one or two ideas. The primary idea was they kind of used Jalen Howell, who's sitting in front of their back four, as like a DM. She was kind of their pivot, and she would, you know, start things from deeper by distributing wide. They would, you know, try to suck Japan in with some back and forth in the back. And then when they saw the opening, they'd try to play it direct down the flanks and then target Sophia Smith as their nine. And it just didn't work. For 90 minutes, it didn't work. Jesus. No no change of plan? Not really. It, they kind of did. They subbed in Brianna Pinto to kind of like... So it looked like she was coming in to help Jalen Howell control the midfield. Because until she yeah. came in, the United States, it looked like they just gave up on the midfield. They're like, okay, that's Japan's territory. And our territory will be the flanks. That and, doesn't sound like a great plan. No. And so they were like, all right, Japan will just attack and we'll absorb... We'll recycle the ball out and keep trying to, like, boot it or or very quickly transition down the flanks. And it wasn't happening. Sophia Smith is clearly very talented, and I can see why she's kind of nibbling on the edges of the national team. But her decision-making isn't quite there yet. Her technicality is, is okay, although everybody on the team looked a little less than crisp on the day. We'll, we'll see. They have, I mean, it's it's just the beginning of Group C. If you want to watch this, all these games are on FS2. So if you got Sling to watch NWSL, FS2 is part of the blue package, which you can add on to your orange package. It's a little pricey, but for me, it's been worth it. But it's worth it to watch the kids. To watch the kids. And, you know, there's actually a lot of other channels and stuff. I don't have cable. I only watch TV through the internet. Me too. But I also don't really watch live TV. I'm more of a... uh... Movies and TV show stories type of TV watcher. Mm. Okay, so next game is August 9th against Paraguay. And then, obviously, the last game in group, August 13th against Spain. They need to pick up points against Paraguay because I think Spain's going to be another really tough test. It'll be interesting. I mean, we spent a lot of time last match, uh, or last, sorry, last week talking about these kids. And, you know, I, I think that... They have to face some adversity. Um, I think that we can always make the the argument that they, you know, don't really have the most competitive matches. And to be put in these situations, it's going to be really interesting to see how do they bounce back. I think there could also be an argument made for retooling the NCAA system. Mm Mm-hmm. They need a longer season, and I think there needs to be kind of refinement of NCAA rules to help, you know, align more closely with international standards. 
you know, you know what I'm talking about, like uh, infinite subs, essentially stuff like that. Yes. Yes. You know what? I'm just gonna coast on this optimism. <laughs> be like, may- maybe they'll get six points out of the last two games, and it'll be okay. Because I think, but if if they don't advance out of group, you know, I would appreciate that being a trigger for some soul searching within U.S. Soccer about how they're running their youth programs. I don't think it'll happen. U.S. Soccer and soul searching is not really, you know, two terms that have gone together well in the past. But I. I mean, how much soul searching happened when the senior team crashed and burned out of the Olympics two years ago? That one apparently resulted in Tunel Galati and then Carlos Cordero backing Jill Ellis against the team. So yes, so soul searching and this this organization, this development uh, program, does not seem to reconcile. Okay, well, we already made our guess for Utah-Washington, but do you want to make some guesses for the weekend games? There's four of them. Yeah, let's go ahead. Okay, let's do it. Let's do it. It's after midnight. Let's let's throw caution to the wind. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I said it. Friday, We're recording after midnight. Chicago, two drunk fans after dark. Yeah. Two oh tired fans after dark. <laughs> Chicago is hosting North Carolina Courage on Friday. If anyone's going to stop North Carolina, I mean, Chicago has as good a chance as any of the other top contenders. I feel like Houston, uh, Utah might be a little bit more, have a little bit of an edge. Utah? Yeah. In they stuff. beat them once and oh. tied them once. Hmm. Well, in terms of Chicago, all the Aussies will be back, but North Carolina will have a rested Crystal Dunn. Two to one for North Carolina. Mm, I'm gonna say two to two. Oh, I think boy. North Carolina's got got a draw on them. Oh my god! So as I was entering the score, my finger hit the the numpad wrong, and I entered five to five for your guess. For my guess, yeah. Keep it. Oh no, no, it's fine. It's no. Fine. What a jinx! Right? Can you imagine a five to five game? We would die, regardless of who we were rooting for. We would die. We would die. All right, Utah hosting Seattle Rain FC on Saturday. Utah two to one. Wow! 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 Really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Utah could take points off of anybody here, except for maybe North. Well, including North Carolina, maybe. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I am confident. I have confidence. Sorry, I think this is gonna be Utah one, Seattle three. Sorry. That's all right. I'm okay with this. All right. Now, Sky Blue FC hosting Houston Dash. I think <laughs> it's going to be, ooh, I want Sky Blue to win real bad here, but I don't think they're gonna. I think it's going to be two to one for Houston. I'm going to go Sky Blue on this one. I'm going to say one to nothing Sky Blue. I'm I'm so hoping that you're right and I'm wrong. I I really want to be right for once. I'm kind this of season. I'm kind of guessing against what I actually think it is because I'm hoping to like reverse jinx or sky blue into winning. I'm totally okay with with winning this one. Okay. And then last of all, Orlando hosting Portland Thorns FC. Both these teams desperately need some insurance points. 
Two to nothing, Portland. Ooh. Okay. What am I going to guess for this? I don't know. I don't know. Two to nothing. Two to nothing would be fan-fucking-tastic. I'm going to say Orlando's going to go up first and Portland's going to respond and it's going to be three to one for Portland. Okay. I'm okay with that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm really okay with, with that. Let's Let's put that into the universe. Yeah. Isn't that how the secret works or whatever? You just put out what you want to get back? Uh, I think that that's something. I, I think know. that's a thing. Those are our score predictions, as usual. A shorter episode this week, but if Carly Lloyd keeps <laughs> smacking balls away from goals, we'll definitely be back to regular length podcasts in no time. I mean, I think that we will be back to regular length uh very very soon um we just need to find the time because there are a bunch of topics that we came up with last week that we have not talked about yet that's true we should record from the gym like when we're both working out just call each other oh my god could you imagine so what did you think so let's let's talk about julie fowdy now hold on this dude took my weight machine right okay i'm gonna switch sides you're right, we did want to talk about Julie Foudy and what a fucking disappointment she's been. I don't have it in me tonight. Yeah, I'm no. sorry. I, I want to shower. I'm very sticky. <laughs> I'm sticky. Can I've been be, sitting can, on a towel in my desk chair because my... Can, can that be the title of our episode? No. <laughs> no, I think it's going to be salty critical thinking. Okay. Okay. I hope you remember that. 